I wasn't new to the genre or the culture by any means. I just wasn't a rapper. And so um, my kind of understanding of the culture and then seeing a friend do it. I mean, I think anyone that's into hip hop at some point, like, tries to write a rap at least once. It's just, it's almost like a rite of passage, you know? If I could just, yeah. If I could just change lanes, if I could over, I make it, if I could just change Broadcasting live from Oceanside, California, this is Namus, and you are listening to Testimony, a Musician's Story. Namus was born Aaron Simon on January 30th, 1983, in Fontana, California, but raised in Oceanside, California. Please don't take my smile away. Mm. Hey, yo, I got the blues in me. It used to be you and me, you were using me. Mm. Hey, yo, did I fail to mention it's been brought to my attention? Like the little homies pimping down. Mm. Hey, yo, that messes with your psyche. When you've invested years of teaching peers to do the right thing. Yo, it's striking Lightning, I've been blocking spammers Why you cocking hammers? And it's frightening mm. Hey yo, a little sudden that it hit me So quickly, like the vodka is to buzzing Oh, mm. and it's hard not to feel a grudge when yo Your mama tells you that they've shot your little cousin No, heard who did it First reaction was that Dilla noise We mourn your death and celebrate your life to fill a void now a statistic and I'm still annoyed But you won't steal my smile, steal my laughter, steal my heart No, you won't steal my joy He grew up in a two-parent household with his older brother and younger brother His parents were heavily involved in church We were at least twice a weekers um, when I was really young My parents were both really involved at a pretty large church out there in Rialto called Loveland And then there on Sundays for actual church and then during the week for some kind of rehearsal or something. And then um, once we moved to Oceanside, my parents, again, got really involved um, with the church. But I think by the time they were going to midweek practices, I was old enough to stay home. So I turned into a once a week kid. Honestly, going to church for me was, it just kind of felt like a normal thing. I don't really know if I even had that strong of an opinion on if I liked it or didn't like it. You know, it was just we always went to church growing up. And so it's like, you know, like sometimes you have to go to the grocery store, you know, and sometimes you have to go so anyway, you know what I mean? Like your parents have, have things they have to do and you have to go with them because you're their child. And so going to church really felt like just another one of those kind of things to me, at least up until junior high, high school, high school is probably when things changed when I, you know, started getting more of my own opinions and being able to drive and having more control on, if I would go or not. But up to that, it was just like going to the grocery store. So I always believed, I never didn't believe. And even when I was um, starting to turn away, it was less of like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. And more of like my friends and my surroundings were influencing me equally with the church. And so I kind of walked, I just walked on the fence for a couple years, you know? Um, and, you know, they say when you walk on a fence, you know, eventually you're going to fall to one side or the other. So so I kind of walked that fence uh, through high school. And honestly, when it looked like it was I was going to fall the wrong way, I uh, 
I had a, an experience and I rededicated my life to the Lord and um, kind of dove in head first by like the end of my, by like my senior year in high school probably. I definitely was gonna fall the other way just because I, my, my conviction level was dropping significantly. Cause like I said, I never, I never didn't believe, you know what I mean? So like, but for me to get to a point where I could still believe and understand and then knowingly make some of these decisions and not feel a certain kind of way about it was like a bad sign for me, you know what I mean? Cause, cause so much of my early Christianity was centered on not so much the relationship aspect, but uh, pretty much like rules and obedience, you know, like if you're a Christian, then you, you follow these rules because that's what a Christian does. You know what I mean? Like you don't have sex, you don't do drugs, you don't say bad words or whatever it is, you know? And so I got to a point when I just was slowly like starting to care less and less if I was doing what I should have been doing, but I always knew I should have been doing it. So it got to a point where it's like, like first it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm in this situation of temp- some kind of temptation. It's like, ah, maybe I shouldn't be here. I get out of there versus... I ended at a point where it's like, okay, I'm just going to willingly, like, go and do these things, even though I know I shouldn't be doing them. You see, I had the best of intentions, but when my game plan didn't work, kill. All right, here it goes. What up, DJ Rack? Hey, yo, it's hard to admit, but I've got issues that are irking me. First to some perspective of my life out here on Mercury My main supporters ain't from dope boys or rapzilla Cause my raps are more Mackler more than Minio and Mac Miller And that's not a cosign for Mac, a diss to Min and Miller both It's more about the social aspect in my rap is an approach I found I had a passion for the broken and it stuck with me Not coming out through rapping for me just wasn't a luxury Words formed, I wrote songs and felt the Lord was honored But he didn't bless it how I expected that had me ponder So I figured Yes, the world ain't ready yet When they start asking for human trafficking raps I'm here already set Next thing you know, I'm singing all these songs and poems Most of the artists weren't established But a few of them, I know them And y'all get recognition now for knowing But I wrote those bars years ago This must be how it feels for Lena Cohen, yo My rededication to the Lord And my the beginnings of my rap career Actually all kind of coincide Again, this is hindsight I didn't realize this at the time But like I said, I was kind of going one way. I started going to this other church for the first time. I left. I had left my church and started going to another church. And it's funny. I uh, I wanted to go to this other church's youth group because I had gone once and I there were some like really really pretty girls that went there. And so I I lied to my mother. I told my mother that the Lord was calling me to this other church. Uh, <laughs> legit, like set her down and like was like, I just think God's calling me to this this other church because, you know, it was a big deal for us to all go to church together. And so when I pulled that card, like, she couldn't argue it. And it was 100% out of lust for other high school women as an adolescent man, boy, you know what I mean? Um, and anyways, while I was there, I met this guy named Jamie Zile, who was the youth pastor. And this was a tiny church. It was probably like 60, 70 people total in the whole congregation. And so the the youth group was, you know, 10 people. Um, but this guy, Jamie Zao, who was the youth pastor, I just felt like he treated me in a way that I wasn't used to from adults. He was very firm in his conviction um, and what he believed and what he stood for, but I never felt like he tried to change me. He just showed me through his life, you know what I mean, and through truth. And through that relationship uh, is kind of how I had my experience where I got to a place where I felt like the Lord was just kind of telling me, like, dude, 
you know better. You know what I mean? You never didn't like you're 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 starting to make some stupid decisions and you know better. You know what I mean? Um and then so so that kind of moment mixed with what I was getting from this guy is when I was just like, dude, I gotta make a decision. Like I don't really like this in the middle game, you know what I mean? Like I need to just kind of pick. This happened in like a like a summer camp kind of thing is when I made this decision. Um and so I come back from there and, you know, school's starting up again. And so like I'm essentially a baby Christian, even though I, I feel like I was always one. And a friend of mine, a good friend of mine who we had known each other since, you know, middle school, who was already rapping, he actually he was like a gangster rapper or whatever, right? Um, cause you know, Cali and, uh, he rededicated his life to the Lord as well. So he was like, yo, let me show you these new raps. And it was like the first time I heard him like doing some quote unquote, like Christian raps, right? Like I knew him as this is, this is the gangster rapper, you know, my friend, the gangster rapper. And so he became my friend, the Christian rapper. And, uh, and me and my, my arrogance was just like, I could do that. Uh, we offer you an organic force through a digital means. The marriage of music and movement we restored to the voice, of course. It would seem that if I claim to be a man of God, the music may be digital, but action is an analog. Hands to the plow, we do work. I feel my stamina now to make it till we know that what we do works. Yeah, and I know that what they do hurts. Material got them scraping the numbers of the serial material. Got them turning the killers out of serial material. Moves in a currency at any cost. And currency is currently a cause of a dying culture So we aim to be a tourniquet, consider the World Cup Any major tournament, the traffic is rampant and turbulent Turning these turntables, overturning justice within it Now how's that for revolutions per minute? You can change your dreams, it's okay to succeed When you face the need for more, don't forget about us You can change your dreams You know what I'm saying? I was... I was already like deeply, deeply in the culture of hip hop, very much so. Like I, I wasn't new to the genre or the culture by any means. I just wasn't a rapper. And so um, my kind of understanding of the culture and then seeing a friend do it. I mean, I think anyone that's into hip hop at some point like tries to write a rap at least once. It's just, it's almost like a rite of passage, you know? And then we started a group. And what's funny is the group wasn't even, we weren't all, some of us are Christians and some of us weren't. But it didn't matter because, like, to us at the time, it's like uh, the kind of hip-hop culture that I was engulfed in was strictly about, like, skills. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't matter what you believed. If you were dope, then people were about it. Look. I want what I speak to transform the planet like Omega Supreme. Have your horizon slide and when I alter your scene, fold the ground right beneath you with this. is not a dream, more like augmented reality overlaid on your screen. Try to triangulate my point of attack and find to your surprise I'm on all sides and that's unavoidable. You're completely surrounded. My sound of bounds boundless. Now stand astounded. No way around it. Straight through to the heart of the matter. Harder art matters more with smart data is added to combat the madness. Manip Speech to full space, and then you have this. Reach you where you are with the gift that keeps giving the word that stays living. Quick to split between thought, motive, and decision. That's transformative, not normative. Our talks to all spark of the energy source that is infinite. 
and we got far more to give. It's infinite, and we got far more to give. Our talk is the all spark and the energy source. It is infinite, and we got far more to give. Our sparks are globally separation, only six degrees. Restoration, reparations for the history they sticking to. It's sickening. Gallery devastated, constructing like it's six to me. They sick of me. Tired of this justice rap, yo. Can't dumb it down. I want a justice rap. They firing shots at us, but we bust them back. A face off, word power with my custom Mac. I dust them poof. Cabra now they minds blown ahead of these cats. It's like I'm in another time zone. They said he could rap, throw the beat under a noble fur, but I prefer to be noble than be the nicest. Yeah, don't believe and take that pull of work. Total up our shoulder, every soul in earth should work to put that glow alert. Two strikes down in this rap, it had me worried, so I changed the game, changed my lane. Namas about the bowl of fur. Namas, which is his last name, Simon spelled backwards knew if he was going to be a successful independent artist, he was going to have to learn how to do everything himself. So while at Cal State University, San Marcos, he studied mic placement, engineering, mixing, mastering, and now works full-time as an artist who rents his studio out to other artists. Speaking of artists, here's a fun tidbit of information. Rosario Dawson, you know, the famous actress, shouted him out on Twitter after listening to his EP that was named after her. When Namis isn't getting tweets from celebrities, he's being very vocal about issues on social justice. One issue is very near and dear to his heart, human trafficking. He even has an incredible visual featuring John Gibbs for his song, Traffic. Packages. yeah. If I could just change lanes, if I could get over I know I can make it, if I could just change lanes Would you let me get over? You don't know what's at stake if I could just get there This meeting, it happens in nine minutes And I'm trying to prove to these non-cynics That if I'm in it, we can finally silence the critics If I could just get there This always happens to me Well, if people could drive, then I could just get there If I don't get over, this traffic will eat me alive If I could just... If I could just make it up out of this traffic, I could just forget it. I'm getting up out of this traffic. I'm gonna gas it. I'm gonna make this happen. Shoulders open and pass fine. I can pass them. Not gonna break or ask them. I've been late for the last time. And I swear I've missed our last date and his last game. If I could just get to the fast lane. No longer neglecting the people who share my last name. And I'm tired of these work trips. Every Sunday working, where's worship? If I can hold it down when it's meeting, then I'ma move up and kill. That'll be perfect if I could just... If I could just make it up out of this traffic, I could just... If I could just make it up out of this traffic... Social justice is something that's, like, super important to me, and even more specific than that, um, human trafficking is an issue that's really close to my heart. Um, and so I work directly with uh, the Not For Sale campaign, which is one of the largest anti-human trafficking organizations in the world. So I do a lot of traveling, like I do some just kind of basic touring, but uh, more so than that, I do a lot of traveling with that organization or um, for events that are centered around uh, the, the issue of human trafficking. And so I don't even do, like, I, I mean, I do typical rap shows, but for the most part, like, I play at a lot of, like, justice rallies or anti-human trafficking, like, conferences and seminars and, and things like that. And, like, a lot of times when I perform, I'm the only rapper in the building, you know? So, again, sometimes I'll, you know, go on the road and do the traditional rap tour with my buddies, like the Dream Junkies and those guys. But, um, 
most of my most of my main events, I guess, are kind of more centered around a cause than just uh, just rap music. I never viewed the stars at night, no instead. My light is red, if I could get past this For far too long it has lasted The door is open, they cracked it By an accident, I'm coming home If I can get past it, I can just I could be anything, I could be free I could be anyone, I could be me I could be viewed as a person And not as a service, yo, I could be seen If I could just make it up out of this traffic I could just Forget it, I'm getting up out of this traffic I'm gonna run, I'm gonna make a break for outside That's gonna make or break me outright I'll hitchhike when the car comes, make or break, that's my ride Look at me run, I'm gonna conquer this obstacle Even though it seems impossible If they catch me, they'll stop me, but right now a freeway is right in my opticals Look at I've made it, there's so many cars I'm elated Just thinking how long that I've waited For someone to come in and save me For someone to come in and do something That's all over now I see cars all over now There's one on the highway coming my way Gonna show the rock He isn't stopping, he isn't seeing me He isn't budging, of course he don't see me Everyone doesn't, thought this my ticket to freedom It wasn't She just couldn't make it up out of this No She just couldn't make it up out of this I'm passionate about all issues of social justice, but I think the human trafficking issue is... So actually, let me backtrack to explain this. So one of my goals and roles, I believe, as an artist, like one of my purposes as an artist is that I feel for me personally, um, is to be a bridge between the sacred and the secular. And so in attaining that, Human trafficking is the perfect issue to to build that bridge off of because 99% of the world, except for the people that are trafficking people, can agree that this is horrid. This is horrendous, right? Like, you know, like sex slavery, child labor, like these types of issues. Like we can all agree, whether you're, you're faith-based or not, that this is just flat out wrong. You know what I mean? And so that issue and that truth, that that truth that exists universally in and out of the church is is how I build my platform to to bridge these gaps and just get these conversations going. Because you know what I mean? Like so much of evangelism to me, uh, or healthy evangelism, what I would say is built off of relationships first and not the information. And so I want to get people in a space where they are already dialoguing on the same page. You know what I mean? Where they're talking to people, strangers, they're meeting people that they know they are like-minded in already, if nothing else, with this issue of human trafficking and that this needs to stop. Um, and so once you've had these conversations and you and you meet and you speak to people on, on uh, about something that has so much like weight uh, and importance to it, then your defenses go down and you can just treat people as people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like for me, that's when I will and can be the most effective um, in spreading the gospel. And honestly, ultimately, I feel like that is that process is a huge tool for the church as a whole. Connect with testimony and musician story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com.
Namas has an entire album dedicated to different types of social justice, entitled Socially Just. They want to label us as radicals, uninformed and supposedly nuts. Yo, when we speak it's emphatical, but that's just a passion. They don't understand a socially just, no. See, it's easy to pass us. Off is just a classless, awful group stirring the situation. Well, I guess that's half true. It's cliche to say, but I will stir a generation if I have to. This is that 25th of Matthew Right now we separate the sheep from the goats So I seek to provoke the people To at least take a note So at least they can know the truth That it ain't equal for most It ain't equal for so many And transcends any one community or village Both vocally and globally There's an issue with distribution of opportunity and privilege Well that's social justice in a nutshell And how the systems we believe in and we trust fail Your principles must prevail Get on the same page first and we'll discuss details There's a problem that we're facing You see a problem in a nation addressing that problem is your obligation Yeah, I said it obligation Cause we as the people are one We as the people are from The same dust, same dirt, pain thrust The same hurt that we must contain Worth and so we must proclaim worth. Hit a musket bang, no baton, but we are running in this human race. Focus, cause there's only one of them. All of us just the same as it pertains to team name in this human race. Because there's only one of them. We are the socially just, yeah. 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 Yeah. The purpose of this album is what I think one of my purposes as an artist is. And so um, I wanted to, one, you know, be a bridge again for the between the secular and the sacred. Two, I wanted to make an album that was basically a soundtrack for people who already kind of view life through this lens of social justice. Like these are for people who already find value in this and and care about these issues. I wanted to give them something that they... Um, can take ownership in it and ride to, you know what I mean? Something that they can play when the rest of their friends make them feel like they're crazy. Cause I, cause I promise you that's how a lot of us feel. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a lot of negative connotations that can kind of come with speaking out against anything. Again, not so much the human trafficking issue, but when you're talking about things like law enforcement and anything that would, anything that's that like someone can find a way to take personal um, whether it's and a lot of times that has to do with race stuff, but not always like people just get really, really defensive. And some people say really, really mean things. Um, and they, and they want to, they want to tear you down and they, uh, want to speak things into your life to, um, to try to get you to stop basically, you know? Um, and so I wanted to make something that it's like, man, when, when all, when everyone else thinks I'm crazy, like, I know that other people, there are other people that agree with me and that like they, they again see life through this lens and, and I have something to play and to listen to to kind of reinforce these feelings and also something to play and listen to when I'm trying to like work out some of these these thoughts and some of these feelings, you know what I mean? Um, and then also for people who don't view life through this lens, um, another goal for the album is for people to hear me talking about these things and to start and to start thinking about them themselves because, I mean, so much of this stuff has to do with people just don't know. Um, and so I wanted to present some kind of ideas for people to chew on and hopefully come to a place where they can see life through that lens as well. A pledge of service and protection. 
But something here is not right You see I'm one of the good guys So why am I nervous every time you're beside me at a stoplight? When I'm in need, I pray that you'll be there in a flash And that your preconceived notions are buried in stash back at the precinct I ask my dad why I'm 30 years old and I'm scared of a badge, yo You see it's funny but I'm not laughing Why do you continue to belittle me? It riddles me Silly me, Captain, actually I'm not on parole Just like I was at 30 seconds back when you already asked me And so they asked why I'm shook by beast? Cause lives keep ending and they seem to all look like me And if we cry out they'll treat us like we're overreacting On social media they'll meet us with no compassion Cause these folks can't imagine living in a broken system So to make it all make sense to them? They demonize the victim Let's all take shots at a dead man Show his flaws, hopefully they captured it on webcam At what point do we matter? When does our demand for justice become justified? justified. And have you ever thought that maybe Just maybe Things were actually as bad as we perceive it But due to lack of melanin you don't receive it And so therefore you don't see it Cause if you did, well, <laughs> well, then you'd have to actually believe it. Then you'd have to actually believe it. And lastly, um, for the church specifically, I'm trying to to show the body that social justice isn't like an extra added bonus thing to our Christianity. It is like deeply foundational in our Christianity. I, I tell people all the time, like, I'm a justice nerd because Jesus was a justice nerd. Like, he taught me to be this way. Um, we find social justice in in the New Testament, you know, in Jesus. We find it in um, the prophets. We find it in the Proverbs. We find it in the Psalms. You know what I mean? And so the day I kind of realized that, you know, in Isaiah, when it talks about do good, seek justice, and correct oppression, like, this isn't just for the people in that book. Like, this is for me. This is for us. So, yeah, I, I want the church to to embrace this this stuff as a part of our christian faith and not just this added thing that can be good sometimes you know what i mean like i i I often make the analogy that um the church views social justice as like helping an old lady across the street like if you if you do it you know what i mean like if you it it can yeah that was a, a nice or a good thing to partake in that but if you don't like you're you haven't done anything wrong because it wasn't your responsibility anyways. And I think that's completely backwards. I think it's very, very much our responsibility. As the Pharisees gather with an agenda, they proceed forward with a highly tactical approach. And then they speak. They say, teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? Surely he is not prepared for this. And as the pages turn, the letters burn to crimson, sternly yet simply, he speaks. Love the Lord your God with all parts of you. No further questions. Yet further answers were given. Center stage with eyes locked in, a second commandment is mentioned. And this one is similar to the first. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets rest on these two things alone. 
so easy to comprehend but so easy to forget when faced with the chance to apply it i mean i'm sure we all feel like we're loving people we shake hands we wave to familiar faces and we kiss our grandmothers goodbye when they leave but the bubbles we've cultivated in life subconsciously decreases the number of those who we actually deem worthy to be loved i mean he's a bad person he can't actually be worthy to be loved can he I mean, you remember what Jesus said, love God, love some people, right? Or was it, love God and love certain people? Or, or love God and love only people who haven't done time? Or only people who don't share a bed with the same sex? Maybe it was love God and love only people who live in this country legally, and only if they can speak proper English. Or maybe it was love God and love to this sometimes seemingly radical religion known as Islam. Lord, help us, for we have altered your command to become love God and love only those who we are comfortable loving. We must stop. Stop viewing people through the eyeglass of prejudice or patriotism. Start seeing people through the sunglasses of Christmas. All of us, fearfully, wonderfully made, Again he speaks, for I was hungry, you gave me nothing to eat, I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink, I was a foreigner, you did not welcome me, I was sick and imprisoned, and you did not look after me, for whatever you have not done for the least of these, you most certainly have not done for me. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? That's easy. Love God. Love people. All of the law and the prophets rest on those two things alone. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician's story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.